Welcome to the Bounty Zero X podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Adam, founder and CEO of Bounty Zero X. Bounty Zero X is a decentralized bounty hunting network powered by the BNTY token. Today is May 29th, 2018, and my guest on the show is Raul Falquez. Raul is the overseas social media manager at EpiphanyExchange.io. Since his graduation, he's worked as a professional with more than five years of experience in digital marketing and managerial positions. His professionalism is backed by certifications from online platforms like MITx, Hootsuite, Google Analytics, and Udacity, where he received the required tools to become a proficient digital marketing manager. Being the co-founder of MySkills Tech Startup and his collaboration with companies like TechCode and Bayer has given him the experience and knowledge to become a leader in digital marketing strategies implementation. So, uh, Raul, welcome to the show. And could you please uh, tell me a little bit about Epiphany and uh, the project you were working on with them? Sure. Hi, Angelo. Thank you for the invitation. And well, yeah, Epiphany, it's a, it's a project. It's a, an exchange, a platform that we'll, we're building basically to solve some problems based on the inexperienced users, number one, and like creating a more friendly user experience, a more friendly user interface for users to trade in a more friendly environment as a whole. That's our main approach towards users, final users. Nice. So how many members are there on your team right now? Right now we have about 50 members. We got the the core team, which is the the CEO, the, the directors of different areas, technology, business development, marketing. And we have about 20 IT developers, um, web developers, blockchain developers, the, the application, user interface, so all that has to do with, with the technology itself. And, and then we have the business development and marketing team. We've been working on Epiphany since the beginning of this year. We're planning to have the platform ready in August. So we will launch the, the platform in, in August and Actually, we just had an airdrop about a, a week ago, and now we're gonna build an application for cell phones because now the experience for users directly in their cell phones is not the best one. So we're finishing the the mobile app. So for the next airdrop, they'll be able to have a much more friendlier experience. So what would you say is the Biggest differentiation between the exchange that you're in the process of building with Epiphany versus some of the existing major exchanges like Binance. Yeah. So first of all, like I told you, we, we want to create this brokerage service. So this is going to be basically the way you use Twitter or Facebook when you follow someone where you subscribe to someone's account or profile. So what we're going to do is that we're going to have our brokers that can be like very, very highly experienced brokers or they can be like linked to an institution and we're going to have like a rating system and they're going to get a score of how well they trade, right? So you be able to follow their steps. If you want, you can contact them directly and, and do an agreement or if you want, you can just follow them 
So you can set an amount of money, a certain time, and you can follow their decisions, right? So if during that time they decide to invest in this coin or in the other coin, and then after two weeks they decide to cash out, you will automatically follow his steps for the amount of money that you set and for the time that you set. Um, so what we're looking for here is to help the inexperienced users to have a, a more positive experience from the first day that they start trading and not having that painful learning curve that sometimes makes someone lose their interest in cryptocurrency. And you're building it on NEO, is that correct? Yeah, we're, we're building on NEO because we're very focused in, in being compliant. And NEO is a perfect uh, complement for compliant exchanges. We now have license as money transmitter in eight states in the United States. We're planning to get it in all states from the country. So we've been granted license by the SEC and we are very focused in maintaining a compliant exchange to grant the security that users need to, to put their money and to invest in our platform. And where are you based out of? Where's your headquarters and company? We have offices in California and we have offices in Singapore. So we're working together. Our headquarters are in California, but we also have a big market in Asia. Being our directors Chinese, we have a great entrance to that market. So we also have our office here in Singapore. So just going back to NEO for a second. So... The exchange is going to be a, a decentralized exchange where it's all decentralized on smart contracts, or is the exchange going to be centralized? It's somewhere in the middle. It's not completely centralized. It's not completely centralized. What we actually want to provide is a service where everyone can have a voice and a vote, but to maintain some, we still need a leader on the boat. We need still to, someone needs to make the, the decisions, not being like 100% democracy. So we will have, uh, especially for EPEN token holders, they'll be able to to give their voice and their vote and, and make the decision with us. But there will still be some decisions that the platform will make by its own. And so, yeah, it's not one way or the other. It's so, somewhere in between. And will you hold the wallets and keys for your token holders or will they be held by the, not the token holders, but traders on the platform? Will you hold the keys to their wallets when they, let's say they register on your platform and they sign up and they create an account and they'll be able to trade in a number of different cryptocurrencies and they'll have a... Uh, wallet on those cryptocurrencies. So a lot of the exchanges now like Binance or, for example, or many other exchanges, there is a wallet where the private keys are held by that exchange. And then you withdraw tokens from the wallet that you have on the exchange to your own private wallet. Is Epiphany going to be more like that? Or is it going to be more like when people trade on the exchange, they keep the funds in their own uh, private wallets and then they interact with a smart contract to uh, place trades on the platform. We will manage it separate. Users will keep their their own private keys. They will have complete control of the wallets. We manage mostly call wallets. We recommend P2 
people to having their wallets unlinked from the internet so their assets are secure. And a lot of the main features that we offer are based on digital asset security. So we keep our backend and front end as separate as possible to provide that security to the digital asset. I'm reading on your white paper that says that 73% of exchanges take custody of funds, whereas only 23% let users control the keys. And so based off of that statistic, the pretty significant majority of the exchanges take custody of user funds, but only 23% let users remain in control of the keys. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest problems in the in the current market. Exchanges are very centralized and not just uh, by the power that they have over the decisions that they make. Most exchanges do not ask for anybody's permission or opinion to to do any decision that they feel they have to do. We want to change that. We want to first create a cluster of different platforms, different exchanges around the world that are compliant, and we will work together. We'll work together along with other businesses like the brokers institutions and APN holders. So we all, we, we want to create this community where we can all make decisions and take care of our users' interests. And the second problem about centralization is that, um, well, sometimes there, there's not much you can do about arbitrary decisions like uh, exchanges deciding they want to have access to their users' private keys. So that's something that we we think that needs to be changed. And we will definitely be part of that small group that gives power to users over their own keys and their own digital assets. Now, will you be able to trade cryptocurrencies that are non-neo-based or only neo-based cryptocurrencies on the exchange? For now, in, in our platform, there'll be only neo, but that's uh, one of the advantages or, or the business that we are developing. So we, we don't want to be alone. We, we don't want to be just another business in this wide, big world. We want to partner up with other exchanges that are also compliant, that also follow our principles. So in the end, if if you enter to either of this cluster of any of these platforms, you'll be able to trade any type of token or, or currency. And so what is that process going to be like for creating a cluster with other exchanges so that they can integrate together? Yeah, so for example, now we are doing a lot of events, a lot of roadshows. We've, we've had events in MIT, we've had events in Stanford University, in Amsterdam University, and in all these blockchain events that we organize, we usually present with other platforms. And these platforms that we've been working with, we'll partner up with them. There's nothing said yet. There's no official agreement that I could say, but all these platforms we'll working with and, and we hope to, to get to an agreement to create this, this cluster that, that I'm talking about. And when users are on your exchange, will they be able to change uh, exchange fiat 
with crypto or is it just crypto to crypto? They can change fiat to, to crypto. Of course, it has to be, for example, if, if you're a U.S. citizen, you will have to be in one of these states where we already have the license to do it or in if when we partner with any other uh, exchange, you'll have to belong to to the region where they are compliant. But yeah, uh, they'll be able to do it uh, via to crypto. And especially in China, there are uh, some agencies that since exchanges cannot operate freely or directly with their users, there are some specialized agencies that create that bridge between users and exchanges. So you'll work with like third-party providers for identity verification in order to onboard users who will then be able to exchange fiat onto the exchange. Correct. Especially for, for countries like, like China, where the situation for exchanges is very close. The laws are very strict. So there is there are other agencies and other uh, paths that users usually take and that exchanges take to create that bridge, but at the same time, not being completely anonymous or not not just, but uh, having that registration process, that um, identification security. So up until now, we've been focusing on the trading aspect of the project. And you mentioned also there's a couple other components. So you mentioned the brokerage system, but there's also the the live, the live news feed and uh, C2C. So how do those four different projects uh, within Epiphany, within the Epiphany ecosystem work together? And maybe talk about whether they're all going to launch at the same time or if it's going to be a scaled approach where one is launched followed by another. Yeah, so Epiphany as a project and as a company has has different areas. The exchange will be the center of it, but there are many other services around it. Some of it is the news feed. The, we're going to have some tutorials for new users to learn how to trade correctly, to learn how to uh, take advantage of cross-platform trading. We're going to have our brokers to to make these tutorials to, to teach users how to take more advantage of the market. And there are also other projects that we're working on with with banks, especially. But everything will be scalable. It's not going to be all coming out at once. We believe that first, we got to make ourselves experts in one area, create the best platform that that we can and on top of that once we already uh, start getting users and we uh, correct any mistake that we may uh, have then we start bringing up all the other services so will the first service be the trading platform or will they all be released together and what order will they be released in the first will be the trading platform definitely and actually our roadmap is up so far, what we've published is by the end of this year, and it all focuses on the platform. After next year, 2019, and in the future, we'll publish uh, future dates for future service. So the Epiphany Supernodes will be an interesting aspect of the project. 
Can you comment on what the supernodes are and what role they play? The supernodes are basically the cluster that, that we talked about. So it's APN holders and strategic partners like other exchanges and brokerage institutions that will take part in Epiphany's decisions, main decisions. So once, for example, once an institution or, or a person or whoever holds a certain amount of EPN tokens will be able to become a supernode. And by this, he will have access to one of the executive seats and he'll be able to be part of decision makings in the in the platform for the future of the ecosystem. And so one of the things that someone will be able to do if they're a supernode is uh, obtain a local alliance, a local license that allows exchange of digital assets. So is that when you say that someone can become a supernode and they can engage in certain uh, actions? So one of them could be getting local licenses to be an exchange in a certain jurisdiction. Correct. So. If, if a supernode is another exchange and they want to get a license to operate in United States, for example, they'll be able to do it either through our platform or we'll work together to get the license for that particular exchange. And then if it's another institution or, or person, then that will be a longer process because Either they do it through our exchange or if they want to have their own exchange, then that's a longer process. But yeah, the, the main idea behind this is that once they are a supernode, we both share the benefits of each other, right? So if we are complying in a certain country, they'll be able to, to operate in that country through us or with our assistance and the same way around. If they are compliant in another country, then we will be able to work through them also. And there will be uh, 21 super nodes selected to be part of the executive board. And then how many tokens does one need to become uh, a super node? Yeah, so the number of seats of the super nodes for now is 21. It may vary in the future. It's not uh, written on a stone. It's not completely fixed. And as for the amount of EPN, it's the same. Right now, we're still working on partnerships. So depending on, on how that goes, we'll set together the whole ecosystem. When we start together, we'll make a decision on how many EPN is needed to become a supernova. So what will be the fees associated with trading on the platform? Um, how does the token that you guys are issuing play a role in that. So if you have more of the tokens, do you get a discount on trading fees? So yeah, the users, the APN holders will have a, a discount in the trading fees. The normal fee is of 0.2%, but for APN holders, they can get from 50% discount to 5%. So it depends on the amounts, on the time that they've been trading. It has several factors, but it can go up to 50% discount for trading fees. So the trading fees vary depending on how many tokens you have. So if you have more tokens, then the trading fees would potentially be lower. Yes, but that, that's not the only factor. It would also vary by the year. So at the beginning, when you start trading, you can get a certain discount three or four years after that rate 
may vary also depending on your time, not just on the amount of EPN that, that one holds. And going to the brokers. So we've talked about the brokers playing a role in the ecosystem where traders will be able to follow a broker and essentially take part in the same trades that the brokers take part in. The brokers will have a, a track record showing the profitability of the trades that they've taken. And then users will, will be able to follow them. And how will the brokers earn fees from that? Will they be incentivized or will they earn any amount of money as a result of having a large number of traders who follow their strategies? Yeah, they'll be incentivized by us, by the platform, and they will also be just like a normal broker. They'll get a commission depending on the amount that they are trading on behalf of a second or third party. So depending on the amount, on the gain that he earned, he will get the commission and he will also get an incentive from our part. So actually right now, our BD manager, Nicole Wan, she is in New York and we're closing our first trade, our first brokers. Because once the exchange is online, we plan to have at least 10 high quality and highly experienced brokers already online, ready to work. So we are now negotiating with them how how is our agreement going to work but yeah so hopefully in the next weeks we'll be able to make an official announcement of several brokers who might start working with us so are these brokers just individuals or are they actual companies or can you speak to the nature of the brokers on the platform yes so there are two type of brokers one is institutionals. So those can be companies who have their own professional brokers working for the company and, and we can work directly with the company. But there can or they can be individuals who have a lot of experience in brokerage service and they have a brokerage license. But it can also be regular people. Regular people who have been trading for a long time, who have big volume of trades and who have a very good record of their trade. So it's not restricted to institutions. So any person who can prove a certain experience and uh, capacity to, to trade can become also a broker. That's what we call high net worth brokers. And you'll be, your platform will rank the brokers by their profitability and their performance or or how will that work? Yeah, correct. So there, there'll be several factors. There'll be their volume. How much are they moving? How much digital assets and, and, and money they're moving? And how much they have gained? How, like how is their winning losing rate? Right. So you will have to have a high winning rate in order to, to be considered a broker. And then you have to compete against other well-recognized brokers to get the user's attention. But yeah, so it, it will have several factors so we can provide the best security. So we cannot, of course, guarantee that if you follow 
a broker, you will earn money. It's, we, we cannot guarantee that, but we want to make you feel as safe as possible by having a very strict scoring system. Yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like a great idea. I know a lot of people would like to use something like that, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the idea. We we feel that there, even though every time there are more and more people getting into cryptocurrency, and if they don't know all the platforms, you know, it's really difficult to get there. It takes a lot of YouTube tutorials. It takes a lot of things. So yeah, so the token will be sold in the token sale, and there'll be an angel investor round which I, from what I understand has already taken place. And then there'll be a, a round, a series A round followed by a series B round. Will there be any like public token sale like to you know, just non-institutional investors or will it be only a private? For now, we're not going to have an ICO. We're not going to have an initial coin offering, meaning that our tokens are not for sale to the public until the platform is online. The reason is because to get the license from the SEC, we cannot do it. We we cannot sell our token as if it was a security token. So the moment that we can actually start selling is the moment when we have something to give back to our users that they can use, such as a token to use our brokerage services or our token to easily trade in our platform. So for now, we're not going to have an ICO. This is a question that we get asked a lot <laughs> by the users. And yes, uh, unfortunately, this is, this is uh, the situation, but it's for the best because by the end of the day, we stay compliant and we can continue to, to offer that security to the users that they're trading in a safe, platform. Okay, great. So is there, for users, there's going to be a total of 500 million EPN tokens that are created. And how will those tokens be obtained once the trading platform is activated and there is a use for it in in the ecosystem? How will you start to distribute those tokens to community members? So the tokens will be available for 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 sale for anyone after after the platform is online we have a 70% of tokens that will be sold um, to partners and to other possible partnerships and exchanges and supernod before the launch of the platform after that the remaining 30% and any other percentage that may have not been sold in the in the pre-sale, we will put it in the platform for, for people to, to acquire. And then every quarter, every three months, we will buy, we will use 20% of our revenues to buy back tokens from secondary market. Meaning that we're not saying like, hey, we have uh, this amount of profit that we want to to share with you and and we'll use it by buying back your tokens. We'll go directly to tokens that we can with that amount of money. With that control, the inflation of the token. So 
will try to to keep the price high and at the same time we are increasing the demand which will also create like a mini boom for price so what we're trying is every three months to create this this mini boom right which will make the price go higher and then maintaining it up there by diminishing the amount of tokens that are offered in the market. So the upcoming dates are for a launch of the uh, Supernode trading platform in mid-August. So as of now, that's around two and a half months. And then what are some of the other big upcoming uh, dates that you guys have lined up? Yeah, so probably in the next two weeks, we'll have our mobile application. So that's going to be something really much uh, more comfortable for users. Like I said before, we had our first airdrop and just a couple weeks ago. And we're going to have another one in a couple weeks once the, plat- once the mobile app is available. It's going to be great. We have a lot of very dynamic tasks and exercises that people can do in order to earn EPN. So we think that's that's going to create like a, a big buzz because just the first airdrop that we did was really successful. We got over 8,000 users in about three weeks. So after with this new, more much more user-friendly experience and much more dynamic sort of activities, I think we can we can get much more users, and then the second uh, would be the launch of the of the platform, which be will be in August, and we're gonna have also our presentation and launching of the product in, at MIT. And yeah, for for this year, I think those are the two biggest launches and dates for the regular user. And you mentioned that there will be some tasks that users will be able to do in the upcoming weeks and months in order to obtain the token. So you had an airdrop. What other types of tasks will you have available for them to get tokens? Yeah, so these are very easy tasks but that help us create a buzz. So, for example, we have all, all, all our social networks in the linked to the mobile app so you can like or follow directly any of our social networks directly from the mobile app. You can get a small amount of EPM for doing that. There are certain articles that we're very interested in getting spread around, like the articles explaining how the brokerage service works or new partnerships that we're doing or the blockchain events that we're having all over the world. So we'll put those articles week by week. And the more that you share, the more engagement that you have with those articles, you can also get some EPN. So there are very easy tasks that people can do, but that can help us a lot create a buzz around our project, which is what we want. We just want everybody to know what we're doing. We want to get people excited. We want to get people to sign up. We want to get people to feel attracted of our platform, our activities, acquiring our tokens. And on our side, we'll do our job on getting the best partnerships possible to just deliver a great service and a great product. Sounds good. 
So is there anything else that you wanted to touch on that we haven't discussed yet? Any other portions of the platform that be important to discuss that we haven't yet addressed? Well, I just uh, would like to stress the fact that we're we're thinking a lot and we're working a lot on how to make this platform really, really secure. We're working on a very strict risk control for for our users. We will perform risk control before, during, and after all transactions. Also, we're going to use smart contracts to help people feel more safe. It just takes a few searches in Google to realize how many scams, uh, how many thefts have been going on since the born of, of cryptocurrencies and, and exchanges. And we're really stressing on that because we feel, we think that for this practice to really become mainstream, people need need the trust. People need to trust in the system. They need to trust in the security procedures that exchanges and companies are doing. And we're really working on delivering that trust to the people. So one of our main slogans, so to say, is that just like NEO is a smart economy, we are trying to build a trustworthy economy. Sounds good. Yeah. I wish you the best of luck in that. And I think that you guys are making a lot of progress and seems like you're well on your way to achieving that goal so far. Yes, thank you. We're, we're working very hard to, to achieve it. <laughs> yeah, I know it must be very exciting and uh, wish you the best of luck with uh, everything in the coming months. I'm sure it'll be you know very successful. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. And to all our listeners, don't forget to join our bounty campaigns in Bounty Zero X. Yeah. All right, so... My guest on the show today has been Raul Falquez. Uh, Raul, thank you for joining us and talking about Epiphany. It was uh, great talking to you, and we'd love to have you back on the show. All right, perfect. Thank you, Angelo. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bounty Zero X podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast below. Check out BountyZeroX.io, the number one bounty hunting platform where you can complete work and earn cryptocurrency. Please consult your professional financial investment and tax advisors before making any investment in initial coin offerings. BountyZeroX does not provide investment or financial advice and does not endorse or recommend investment in any ICOs advertised on the BountyZeroX podcast or website.